This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Felicita. It's grateful. Deborah Evans. Good, Good morning, morning, grateful. Deborah Evans, happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hey, 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 hey. Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Sister Sabrina. Happy Wednesday. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank Good you, beautiful. Morning. Good morning.
Friday, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. God's got our back all the time. You have a blessed day. Thank you so much, Sister Yvonne. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. I wasn't sure if my phone had <laughs> dropped on us. Good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Who's on the line? Good morning, beautiful sister. Happy Wednesday. It is Rochelle. It is a beautiful morning. Have a great, great, great day. Thank you so much. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Felicita. This is Michael. Brother Michael, happy Wednesday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday to you. Same to you. Please keep me in your prayers. Okay. Got you down. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Oh, I forgot. Good morning. It's Sister Sabrina. Um, I need to request a prayer. Can you please uh, a prayer for Everybody, please. I'm sorry, I couldn't catch the name. Can you repeat that again for me, Sister Sabrina? Yeah, for me, I need healing over my body, please. Okay. Thank you. I got it down for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Felicita. This is Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sandra uh, Johnson. Good morning, Sandra. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Now, is this your first time calling in or have you called in before? It is. It is. It's my first time calling. I'm an old Axel Gospel member. Wonderful. Thank you for calling in. Who invited you? Uh, Aaron Turner. Awesome. Well, we hope that you enjoy and we hope that you continue to call in. Thank you for calling. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita and family. This is Prosperous. Good morning, Prosperous. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. 
Good morning. This is wonderful Wanda. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, wonderful Wanda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Is Good morning, there... beloved Barb. Happy Good Wednesday. Good morning, beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, Miss Leomia. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Same to you. Thanks. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please take a look at your phone and make sure you are on mute. I hear a couple of people that aren't. So if you could just press your mute button, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in during the month of August, where our monthly theme is entitled Focus. Each declarer will will discuss how their focus should align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing for. If you'd like to join in, Push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into this same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. I'll repeat that again. That's paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. There are no new prayer requests submitted on the app from the website. However, we have a couple of spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Susie and she's asking for us to continue to pray for her. The next one is for Sabrina, and she's asking for uh, for us to pray for healing for her, her body. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya, declaration by Dion, and then closing comments will be hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is from Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, 
If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day. Well, good morning, everybody. Balasita, I just want to make sure you can hear me clearly. Yes, I can. Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here with us this morning. And as we gather our thoughts this morning and settle ourselves, if you are not getting ready for work, um, as we settle ourselves, kind of sit up a little bit more in bed um, and just really focus on praying this morning and entering into um, the presence of God um, humbly but boldly. We are all going to do that together this morning. So, Father, we just thank you for another day that you've blessed us to see. You are so faithful to us. Thank you for with this day come brand new mercies. Nothing recycled or left over. Brand new mercies. Glory to your great name. We thank you because you are our king. We thank you because you are our righteousness. We thank you because we were invited by you to come humbly but boldly before your throne of grace, seeking, again, to obtain mercy. God, we bless your holy name. There's so many things to pray about, so many things to pray for. First, we want to lift up Susie. God, we lift up your daughter to you. Thank you, God, for helping Susie to understand how much you love her, how much you uh, appreciate her, how much you adore her. She is the apple of your eye. Lord, I thank you for helping her see you as her as your daughter. I thank you for helping her to see herself as whole and completely established in your word. We pray for Sabrina this morning, whatever is going on in her body, your word declares, by your stripes, we are healed. Me, whoever that is, that is, please mute your phone until you are instructed to come off mute. Please kindly mute your phone. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for Sabrina and what you're doing in her life. We pray, God, that whatever is going on in her body, whatever is out of alignment, if it's a chemical imbalance, if it is a uh, whatever it is, God, you know about it because you created her. And so we thank you and we praise you for the healing virtue that is taking place even now under the sound of our voice. We thank you for her testimony, Lord God, that she was healed because she believed your word. And so we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. And those that are under the sound of my voice this morning or who may be listening to the playback, who may be dealing with issues in their bodies, or emotional issues, God. We thank you. Your word says that if there are any sick among us, let them call for the elders that they may pray for them. And, and so, Father, we lift and we stand in the, hallelujah, we stand in the gap this morning. Hallelujah. For those that are have been fighting long-term illnesses, we lift up Brother Chris Jackson to you, God. We lift up Brother Andrew to you, Father. Hallelujah. We pray and thank you, God, that we have the opportunity, that we have what you've given us, which is your word. You did the work already, but God, hallelujah, we pray 
for these individuals, men, women, boys, and girls. We pray, Lord Jesus, that for those that have sustained long-term illnesses, that have been fighting illnesses, that have been believing you, we pray for caretakers. We pray for hospital parents that are going back and forth between the hospital and work and hallelujah, that have really completely devoted to all of their time and their energy to their child or to the person that they're caring for. We lift up Aisha, Aisha Jackson as she cares for her husband. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are true to your word. Thank you, Jesus. We lift up Diane, whatever growth that was on her leg that was mentioned earlier this week. We thank you, God, that it dissipates and it is eradicated from her body. We lift up Brother Nicholas Guzman, who has had surgery yesterday. We thank you, Lord God, for uh, um, rebuking any complications in his shoulder. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that his body, the, the healing process is accelerated. Hallelujah. So that he can go back to doing the work that you've called him to do. Father, we lift up our babies to you. Our children, that you cover them from the time that they leave their homes, until the time that they return home. A special covering over our children as they stand and wait for the bus as they walk to school we rebuke the hand of the enemy we rebuke the hand of the enemy you would say that you are a liar you are defeated. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We rebuke the hand of the enemy. His plots, his plans. Every trap, every pit that he's dug for us, every distraction that is laid out in the past before us. Hallelujah. We pray, God, that you would give us the focus that you would help us to focus, hallelujah, so that we will see, hallelujah, that you would raise up a standard against them and that you would uh, help us to ascend to the high tower, hallelujah, and that you would give us a 360-degree vantage point so that we can see the enemy coming, hallelujah, so that we can see the pitfalls, so that we can see the pits, so that we can see the snares, so that we can see the traps, so that we can see him coming, and that you would help us to be on the defensive and the offensive. Hallelujah. As we pray and watch in the name of Jesus, time out for us uh, giving in and running from the enemy and being afraid and um, um, being afraid to stand in our rightful place. Father, we put on the helmet of salvation this morning. So that you can, we can protect our minds from the thoughts and the plots that the enemy tries to use to distract us. We put on the breastplate of salvation, which covers our upper extremities so that our heart can be covered. Ah, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We put on the pelt, the belt of truth. We put on the shoes of peace and we use the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith to fight the enemy on today. Hallelujah. We cast down every imagination. 
hallelujah, that exalted self against, hallelujah, you, oh God, hallelujah, we give you glory. We give you praise today. We make a decision today that we will not be depressed. We make a decision today that we will not be oppressed. And I say, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory will come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory will come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. So we walk heavy today. We walk in our anointing today. We walk in We walk in purpose today. Ah, we determine that we will be focused on the work at hand. We will be focused at work. We will be focused while we're driving. We will be focused while we're tending to our family. We will be focused while we're praying for others. We'll be focused while we're fasting today. We won't be focused on what we're going to eat later. We won't be focused on the hunger pains. We won't be focused on the little toxic headaches that try to appear. We won't be focused, hallelujah, on things that are not of you. We will be focused on your word. We will be focused on you, oh Lord God, our strength and our redeemer. We bless your holy name. We thank you because you are our God. We thank you because you are our high tower. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because there is none like you. We thank you because, Lord Jesus, you are our savior. You are our redeemer. You are our bread of life. You are the Lord. You are our creator, the son of the living God, the only begotten son, the beloved son. You are the holy one of Israel. You are the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. You are king of kings. You are the head of the church, the almighty, the alpha and omega. You are master. You are king of the Jews. You are high priest. You are prophet and teacher. You are Emmanuel. You are our advocate, mediator, and judge. You are the chief cornerstone. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. You are the Lamb of God, the good shepherd, the shepherd, and the bishop of our souls. You are the word, the fountain of of living waters. You are the rock. Hallelujah. You are the Messiah. You are the true vine, the branch, the bridegroom in our day spring. You are Shiloh, the lion of the tribe of Judah. You are the bright and morning star, the image of the invisible God. You are, I am, I am. Hallelujah. You are whatever it is that we need you to be. You are the son of man, a carpenter, the way, the truth, and the life, the king of Israel. You are the Christ. We bless your holy name. You are the Christ, and we bless your holy name on today. We thank you, Father, for your son and the blood that he shed for us. Wash away our sins. No matter whether we sinned last night, yesterday, or last month, you've washed our sins away. We will not walk in condemnation. We will not walk around being defeated. For we are your beloved. You love us passionately. 
You love us unconditionally. We can never, ever be good enough. Love us just as we are. You do not expect us to stay the same. And so as we prepare to take our phones off mute, to assemble together virtually and give you high praise, we want to say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Take your phones off mute and just begin to tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you,
And so as we prepare to listen to the word of God on this morning, I thank you that you prepare our hearts, that you help us to settle ourselves, and you help us to focus on the word this morning. We pray for the woman of God that is going to speak what you've only what you've given her. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for blessing her. Blow her mind today with those that will give, with those that will pray for her throughout the day. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for those encounters that she'll have today. I pray for her children, the Marie, Deontay, and Josiah. Thank you, God, for the hedge of protection that is over her life. I pray for her mother. It's because of her mother, Jackie, Jacqueline Ann Jackson. It's because of Jackie that she is here today. I pray for her father. I pray for her siblings and those that love her on today. In Jesus' matchless name, we pray and give you thanks. Amen. Now, as I prepare to turn the call over to Dion, I'm going to ask you again, please mute your phone. If you're moving around um, and, you know, our smartphones, they get to doing things they want to do sometimes, make sure that you check periodically to ensure that your phone is muted. Dion, the call is in your hand. Hallelujah. God, we magnify you. Um, I want to make sure you guys can hear me. I have a headset on if I need to yes, take it off. Yes, you're fine. Me. You're fine. Awesome, awesome. Well, to God be the glory for the things that he consistently does. Happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. It is, as always, my great pleasure uh, to even be able to open up my mouth and give God glory. I thank God for his provision. I thank him for his mastery in keeping our hearts and our minds. My grandmother used to say it like this, he'll keep you if you want to be kept. And so I thank God for being kept of the Lord this morning. Um, but more importantly, I praise God for each and every one of you. Uh, you could have been doing anything other than picking up your telephone, dialing a phone number to this virtual atmosphere, this climate that God has given us uh, the grace to not just establish, but to maintain for what is mind-blowing to me, nearing 10 years. I, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that. I just wanted to pray, y'all. And day after day, um, you all grace us with your presence. And I thank God for you this morning. And I pray that your life is being enriched on a daily basis by all of these amazing um, vessels of our high God. And today, you guys know, is Wednesday. It's wait while we wait Wednesday. That means while we are fasting, while we are uh, seeking after the Lord's face, we make an active decision, a committed decision to push back our plates. And we used to give y'all a whole bunch of easy ways out, but the truth is fasting is just good for your body. And so I pray for those that can and will um, to join us today between now and 5 p.m. where we meet right back here. And we as a collective body just give God glory. Um, thank him for his provision and for keeping us um, just want to make you mindful during the course of today. Today, during my fast, I will be focused literally um, on school districts across the globe, um, our children and their health uh, and their well-being while they are out of our care and the care of others. Uh, pray against 
any and all mass destruction, anything that uh, leads to our children being violated by perversion. Um, I'm praying for their ears and their eyes and their understanding that uh, anything that has a, a, an attempt or makes an attempt to illegally attach itself to our children be thwarted by the power of the blood of Jesus. I also want you guys to keep uh, in constant presence of mind um, Pam Jordan and her mother. Um, her family is here from out of town. It's just on my heart a little heavy today but that you would pray for the comfort of their family, but more importantly, the comfort of her mother. Amen. Amen. Um, truly, it's been a blessing. This word um, I shared with you guys last Wednesday is probably one of the most difficult studies if you don't have an aim, if you don't have a goal. And um, just as I've been studying and uh, reading throughout the week, I do – specific daily devotionals, and it's really been talking about the heart of the matter. And so while we're still talking about focus, um, Jacqueline, on yesterday, um, as we are going into this process of really just learning how to be present 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, it doesn't mean be weird, it doesn't mean be strange or odd, but what it does mean is that you are constantly conscious uh, of the presence of God. And, and that takes a deliberate attempt. That takes effort. That takes cooperation. That takes uh, a level of discipline. My nephew on um, Monday, each, each share has been um, a contribution to giving you different practical measures and methods of how to approach the throne, um, how to entreat our Father, how to stay connected consistently. And today, I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I want to I want to move us out of the building uh, and into uh, learning how to abide in. Right, and so what that means for me is. Seeking after the heart of God and our focus being that, our focus being consistently leveling ourselves and layering ourselves and insulating ourselves with opportunities to entreat the Father, right? There's a huge, immense difference between church and kingdom, and the reality is um, I love church. I enjoy church. Church, to me, um, because when I show up, my forefront thought process is how can we create a conducive atmosphere to produce um, the miracle signs and wonders that God talks about, um, knowing that the word says miracle signs and wonders follow them that believe. Um, I started to ask God exactly how to approach this thing because, again, we're still talking about focus, but I want to focus on the heart of the Father. What, what does that What does that look like, right? How How do you implement um, being fixed on the Father? How do you implement being um, completely engulfed in? the truth of who God says you are so that when things arise, it doesn't shake you, it doesn't distract you, it doesn't deter you. How do you focus on 
being committed to the commitment of God, I love you, and, and because I love you, I'm going to do what I need to do to stay in your presence. I'm going to do what I need to do to constantly be conscious. Does it mean that you walk around all day speaking in tongues? Well, I'm going to just be honest, sometimes, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know about anybody else, but the reality is I, I'm surrounded with a bunch of folks that you could be having a conversation about Twinkies. And they'll get a revelation, honey. The next thing you know, it's right? <laughs> Literally. But that's not really all that it encompasses. It really just means that you have a forefront thought process. And and I mean, literally, we could be talking about Twinkies, y'all. I, I kid you not. <laughs> and it, it could happen at any given moment. I could say the simplest things and my friends get to busting out speaking in tongues. I, I just, I'm going to just tell the truth. Now, this is not to make anybody who doesn't have a language feel any kind of way. That's not at all my point. Um, but, but we're going to talk about focusing on the Father and what that looks like. How do you implement that? How do you know that you are actually operating in line with the heart of the Father, right? Um, one of my primary scriptures this morning will be Matthew 12, 34 through 40. And, and I'll, I'll read it for you. Um, but right before I do, I was on a, and I'm, I'm sure she's listening. I don't care. Uh, I was, I was on a phone call the other day, and and for those of you that follow me on social media, I talked about it because it has been at the forefront of my mind all week long. Like I, I just, I keep on searching out the word and looking for moments, um, even to to ask that question again. Father, how how are you today? And young, young lady, you have no idea how that impacted my heart because we have a tendency to go throughout our day trying to figure out new things, new tasks, new to-do lists for God, new things we'd like for him to do for us. But when is the last time you ask God, listen, how how you feeling today? Did we give you the blues, right? Did, did, did humanity stress you out this week? I'm sure we stress him out from time to time. I'm sure we give him the business with our lifestyles and our uh, our lack of trust, our fears and our frustrations, our depression and our anxiety, our ingrown toenails, our ingrown hairs, all the little bitty nuances that plague us during the course of any given day that, that we throw at the Father, and then we run back and pick it up. God, this bill is due. That bill is due. My husband ain't acting right. Child, my child is not acting right. All the different things that uh, we say, God, I, I want a husband. I want a wife. I want a bigger car. I want a bigger house. All these things that we focus on, um, and, and I think uh, my, my boss, Belcher, said it, said it the same uh talking about what what are you looking at what 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 do you see what is it that is keeping you from walking in the fullness that God promised and i think a lot of it is because we are not mindful of him right we are selfish by nature we are almost always consumed and um overtaken by our emotional viewpoints our cultural norms our uh critical thinking skills aren't always that critical 
More often than not, we are consumed with the lies that we tell ourselves to stay average, to live basic, to be regular, to uh, operate in forgettable. But uh, what I've discovered along my travel, along my journey, before I understood the power of sonship, before I understood the posture of sonship, I lived a life that was plagued with what I thought I saw or what I thought I feel, felt or what I thought I heard or what I felt I understood. And then revelation started happening one after the next. One revelation after the next revelation of greater understanding and a deeper level of desiring the heart of the Father. So let's let's go into this primary text, uh, and then then we'll travel a little bit further. I'm going to give several different scriptures, so you may want to grab a pen uh, and paper this morning. Uh, as, as I will give you several different scriptures to refer to, because we're going to talk about our heart posture toward the Father this morning, right? So Matthew 12, and I'm going to actually start at 33 and then read down to 40. It says, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit, brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasures, brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account for it, in the day of judgment, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned, right? So I'm going to stop right there. Uh, that's 37. I'll stop right there. And, and so a, a lot of times as believers, we don't understand the weight of our words. If you know anything about me, one thing that I say quite frequently is kind of one of my staples is your life follows your words. I can tell where you are spiritually. We're still talking about focus uh, by the words that you say. I can hear your language or your vernacular. I can understand that uh, without a shadow of a doubt, you have no idea not only who you are, but you have no idea about the heart of this father, hallelujah, that sent you here to accomplish a great work. A lot of times, uh, just in basic interaction, when I have conversations with people, now here's the thing, uh, my life is a little bit different. I don't, you don't have to say anything. The only thing you, uh, that happens when you talk is I know a little bit further what I'm looking at. I, I understand a little bit deeper uh, what I'm experiencing in who you are, right? We have no idea the power or the weight of our words in many cases. We don't understand that our words are a deep indicator. They're a bit of a beacon. They are uh, more of uh, 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 an identification card. You you ain't got to have no driver's license when you hear somebody open their mouth and everything is bitter, everything is angry, everything is I'm sick, I'm broke, I'm broken, I'm hurting. We're talking about focus. I promise we are. Right. But but I can tell where you are located by the words that are coming out of your mouth. Can you hear me now? 
I'm saying all of this because I want to make you aware of the fact that every time you open your mouth, you put your heart on display. We're talking about focusing on the heart of the Father, right? I'm going to let you sit in that for a minute. I'm sure if if we did a survey, if I polled uh, the call, if I polled the room, if I put out uh, a Google form and asked you uh, a myriad of questions, I could probably, without a degree in psychology or uh, a clinical uh, degree of any sort, I'd be able to diagnose where you are by the words that come out of your mouth, by the things that you agree with. There there are moments in time that God gives you an opportunity. And again, uh, we don't understand the weight of our words. I, I hear people on a regular ba- base say things like, my diabetes is flaring up, or I have cancer, or uh, my son is crazy, or my kids are bad, or my husband is a liar, or I I hear us diagnose the situations that we experience on a day-to-day basis, but the reality is we make active decisions every single time we engage our thoughts, our focus, our fixation, even our search and our seek on the things that don't lend to the outcomes that we want, right? Um, there, there have been moments in my life where literally, um, I, I might have two, three dollars, right? These, these are experiences as God has been shaping and molding me, has taken me through so many different phases. The things that kept me separated from the truth of what He says about who I am and walked me into them uh, through experiences. He walked me in through them, uh, into them through. Uh, hardship. He walked me into them through moments of suffering, right? These moments of suffering gave me, hallelujah, an opportunity to do one of two things. Either I would succumb to what I thought I felt, either my focus was on what I could see, what I could touch, what I could hear, what I could smell, what I could taste, or my reality was bound by the truth of the word of God. That's the difference between church and kingdom. See, one of the kingdom identifiers is that you recognize what's going on. Yep, there's a tornado. I see it. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. But this is the thing. Ah, glory. Our times are in his hands. We're still talking about focus. We're focusing on the heart of the father. God knows every single second of every single day. He knows that we have moments in time where we will meet opportunities uh, to either overcome or acquiesce. The question is, how do you move around uh, when you know without a shadow of a doubt that the same God that delivered you last time is in control of this situation, of this scenario? We overcome by the words of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Our life follows our words. How can you change your language from uh, I'm broke and I'm broken to I am the righteousness of God? I am victorious in and through things, through all things, uh, because God, hallelujah, is the greatest power. I will never be defeated. Can I tell y'all a little secret? I'm going to put you up on game real quick. 
The simplest thing on the planet is to make an active, focused decision on the truth of what God says. The struggle is not knowing what he said, right? So so I'm going to give you um, a couple of examples. We'll be in, in 1st, 2nd Samuel. Uh, let me see. Hold on. I'll tell you exactly what. Sorry, y'all. I get excited when I get to talking about this thing. I, I want to talk to you this morning a little bit about David. Even though we, we started with that particular passage of scripture, David, who is considered a man after God's own heart, was faced with challenges, dealing with enemies. I mean, and, and for the majority of us, we've experienced things that were not only disappointing, um, but frustrating, right? You, you may have been in a situation where somebody that, that you know and love, and I can probably give an example this morning, I had... Uh, a young lady that I've uh, dealt with for years and years, and I don't care if she on the call, honey, she knows it's the truth. <laughs> Listen, I had a young lady who I love immensely. Um, every single time um, something would, would occur, she because of how she's put together, and, and it's, all, it's all process, it's all part of the course, uh, she would get mad at me and do stuff like cut me off and carry on. And and it's cool. I get it. Um, and I'm grown, right? I'm a, I'm a big girl in the faith. I'm not talking about grown in a number of years. I'm not talking about grown just in age. But I'm, I'm talking about my heart is mature for the Father and the things of the kingdom. Because at the end of the day, we are one person away from the miracle that we are asking for. We are one relationship, one connection. We're still talking about focus. We're still talking about the heart of the Father. But uh, in, in this process, in relationship, and let me say this is a side note. This is one of them pens and sticky notes. Relationships are not birth and born. And, and listen, I can I can harass my sister Sabrina too, because Sabrina, I tell I tell y'all all the time, she couldn't stand me. Well, how do we get from there to here, right? How do we get from when she couldn't stand me? to the fact that if you say anything about my sister in my ear gate, I'm probably going to need to repent because I understand that my agenda is always overridden by the truth of what heaven is saying about me. I understand that sometimes it won't look like what I think it should look like in order to get me to the other side. I am open to whatever it is that God says, even if it makes me uncomfortable. And so for, for the, the folks that knew even about the, the other young lady that I'm talking about that's probably on the phone cringing, um, it's like, how, how, why you talk to her again? Listen, when you know what God has planned, when you can see um, maybe what somebody else cannot see, and I'm talking to those that have giftings and high levels of discernment and you don't necessarily know how to move in and through it. Um, David gave the perfect example. I promise I'm going to tie it all together. He gave the perfect example when Saul was chasing him, trying to kill him, and he caught him off guard, and he could have killed him back, right? He could have killed him first, but he was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to honor you because God honors you. I'm going to honor you because God made you king. I'm going to honor you because God placed you here. 
You have to get to a point where your goal is to look at things how God sees them, to look at people how God sees them, where your focus is not your feelings, but your focus is the truth of the word of God. Your focus is fixed on how God wants an outcome to happen, how God wants to establish things in the earth. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. See, church tells you how you find a, a water cooler conversation to have about whoever it is that God has maybe assigned you to and speak life uh, um, and speak death over that person. But kingdom says, I don't care what happened. You love like nothing ever happened. I don't care what you heard. You love like nothing ever transpired. And it takes a heart for the father to do that. Yeah, that's a Selah moment. That means sometimes people will do you dirty, and, and I've, I've had it happen on a plethora of occasions. Didn't have nothing to do with me, and if I focus on what was happening, if I use my words to fuel the fire, it would change the outcomes, but because my focus is, God, what do you want to occur in this? Yeah, it don't feel good. I, I, don't, I don't like it per se, but I trust you. Right? I trust what provision you have. I trust what outcome you are expecting. Just teach me how to love in this situation. So so let's let's take a look at a couple of key personal things that will assist us in growing in things of the kingdom and focusing on the Father's heart as opposed to operating in our flesh. Acts thirteen and twenty two says, After removing Saul, he made David their king. He testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I say. Let me ask you a question. Uh, first of all, can you hear him? That's first. Can you discern when the father has uh, something to say to you? Can you give ear to the Father when he has something specifically to share with you? Can you discern his voice? Can you hear him? Is your ear to the ground in such a way that you won't miss him when he gives you an instruction? Right? David, in spite of all that he went through, in spite of all that he experienced, David, his agenda, his objective, even though he didn't do everything right, even though he blew it in the middle and on the left and on the right sometimes, his heart was after the Father. Right, he had a level of humility because otherwise, I don't. I'm from Richmond, so Saul would have got the business I, I, when he caught him uh, sitting on on the uh, the proverbial commode, <laughs> Saul would have got it from a whole bunch of people that I know. But today I understand that there are moments in time, there are moments where um, things will transpire really just to see what your location is, where are you at, what you on, what's your heart doing in this season, how are you feeling, how are you processing, do you have the capacity to obey God in spite of what you feel, what you think, and in some cases what you know. Right? Yeah, I know you've been talking about me, but God told me to love you. Can you do that? 
would you actually be able to overlook the offense in an effort to obtain the prize? Could you focus on what God said over what your feelings tell you? Could you focus on what God said over what uh, the, the crowd can't, you know, so-and-so said, so-and-so told me, so-and-so had, had uh, shared with me that you are X, Y, Z. When somebody's behaving badly, do you have the capacity to overlook who you suggest that they are in an effort to meet God's agenda for your life. See, church says, yeah, no, honey, this is this is a whole fool. I'm not I'm not being bothered with this fool. But God's love and compassion always suggests that Dion overlook the behavior because it's tied to something different. If you set the example, if you operate in kingdom living, if you make the decision to focus on what God's promises say about not who they are, but who they say you are, forget about that behavior, forget about that antic, forget about those charades and that foolishness and move into the truth of what God says about you. Let's go a little bit further. And again, here, I'm going to rattle off a few scriptures, right? So um, one of the things that I observed about who David was is his level of commitment and focus to what God had said about him, even when he was in the field, even when his brothers called his sheep little, even when uh, he was not considered, even when his high glory, his father overlooked him, even when uh, all the odds seemed like he was the odd man out, he understood his assignment. He understood that because of what God had already said about him, it didn't change or navigate anything about how he operated. He still went right back to the field, knowing that he was elevated in the spirit world, knowing that he was given authority by the hand of God itself. He still went and tended his sheep. That's called humility. And, and, and it's one of the things that we lack in the body of Christ. It's one of the things that we lack in kingdomdom. Everybody want to be something. Everybody want to be king. Uh, as they used to say in the old days, too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Everybody want to be at the top of the food chain. Listen, do you realize that you can get so much done from the back, so much done from the middle, so much done out of the eye gate of people? Because when you are in front of people, you are now in the complete line of fire. My mother calls it a sitting duck. Honey, you just sitting there waiting for them to get you. Now get this. He was not only humble, but according to Psalms 18 and 3, it's, I call on the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. He was reverent. He got that, listen, some stuff I don't have to fight. Some stuff God is going to fight for me. I know the odds are against me. I know it doesn't look that good, but I know that God has a Jonathan somewhere in the cut for me. He has somebody. I got a cut man, uh, as, as we have said so many times on the call. David eventually got to a place where he had uh, a friendship. And, and I talk about this so much because it's important that we have people around us that we can lean on in those moments where our words start to get low. Man, I'm tired. I'm, you know, I'm depressed. I, I, I got more months than I got money. Listen, the same, listen, do you think the God that has uh, made provision for the fowl of the air, 
the lily of the field, do you think that he would not consider you in this moment? I know it may look a little bleak. I know it might be a little bit uncomfortable, but uh, remember the last time you were here, you've got to have somebody around you that will speak into you and tell you the truth of what God says over your little funky feelings. Your feelings make a fool of you every single time you let him. David was reverent. He recognized the power and the authority of God in spite of all that he was going through. I love how he says, listen, I will bless thee, O Lord. I don't care what's going on, right? Not only was he reverent, but he was also respectful. Psalms 31 and 9 says, be merciful to me, O Lord. For I am in distress. My eyes grow weak with sorrow, my soul and my body with grief. He knew that when he was down, when he was low, listen, he needed a pick-me-up. He needed the power of the Lord in and of itself to restore to him the joy, right? There are moments where you have to steal away and Physically, spend time in the presence of God. You can't just lull over stuff. Listen, Lord, I'm not feeling too fly right now, but I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to everybody around me. I'm speaking directly to you because I know ultimately you are the only one that can change my mindset about where I'm at because I still got to go out here and do what it is that you called me to do. David was sharp enough to get uh, completely engulfed in the truth of who God says he was. Not only was he humble, not only was he reverent, not only was he respectful, but he also trusted God. Listen, uh, according to Psalms 27 and 1, we all know it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my stronghold, the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? David knew that there were going to be battles that he would have to fight that would require a different set of strength. It would require a different level of understanding that he had to have uh, be mentally tough. He had to be emotionally tough. He had to be physically fit. There were things that were necessary for him to get to the next side, but he trusted God's plan for his life. He knew that the only thing that could take him out was that his time was up. Our times are in God's hands. So he was humble. He was reverent. He was respectful. He was trusting. But listen, not only was he all of that, but he had uh, the love of a lion. According to uh, Psalms 18 and 1, I love you, oh, my Lord and my strength. Listen, I love you, right? They that love the Lord must love them with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their strength, with all their soul. Our responsibility is to focus on that, right? God, teach me how to love you differently. Teach me how to revere you differently. Teach me how to respect who you called me to be in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Teach me how to reverence your name. Teach me how to put my chin to chest without you caving my back in first, right? And then not only that, but he was devoted. Right? He was devoted according to Psalms 4 and 7. You have filled my heart with greater joy than when their grain and new wine abound. Listen, you've given me more abundance. Anytime you see wine and grain, it means an abundance of. Right? 
You, you've given me everything I need. I may not have everything I want right in this moment, but everything I need, you've given me an overload of it. This joy, right? And, and, and joy being established in your heart is a matter of focus. It is a matter of watching intently the hand of God, not just in your life, but in the lives of those that you are connected to, in the lives of those that God has given you even charge over. As sometimes um, during my mentoring moments when I get to see people grow in leaps and bounds in very short windows of times, not because of anything that I do, but how many of you know that joy is contagious? You spend enough time with people, right, that that have the mindset to shift, that have a mindset. They made a commitment. They made a decision to change how we process our words because how we process what we say changes outcomes on a regular basis. If you pay attention and you start to measure and, and monetize those things around you, the more you speak well of things, the greater the outcomes happen. Now, we started this whole thing with the Matthew scripture. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Your life follows your words. You have to learn how to use the leverage of the language of the court. You have to learn how to leverage the language of kingdom vernacular. We are heavenly citizens living an earthly life, right? We are spirit before we are body. There is a language of heaven, right? And I'm not just talking about speaking in tongues. There's a whole different vernacular when you start to engage focusing on the Father. It's a trip how he started to teach me the vernacular of heaven before I got exposed to it in the natural realm before I started experiencing people who live kingdom, right? When all you've been exposed to is church, when when all you know is church language, you know, the good uh, thing to make you look like you say, but really when it's all said and done, your little heart is just as nasty as it want to be, right? Our language really displays who we consider ourselves. So, so let's go over the points again. He was humble reverent, respectful, trusting, loving, and devoted. But not only that, he recognized God's greatness. He recognized God's hand. He recognized that he was obligated to consistently not just revere him, but give him the proper recognition. According to Psalms 9 and 1, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell you of your wonders. So I'm going to give you your words back to you. It's a decision, right? It's an active choice. We choose what we start to blare into the atmosphere. We choose what we say on a day-to-day basis that affirms that, God, I know it may not look like what I think it should look like in this moment, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to bless you. I'm still going to honor you. I'm still going to revere you. Not only that, but he was faithful. Psalms 23 and 6 says, surely goodness and mercy 
mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. To dwell means to be focused on being in one location. You have to focus on abiding in him. You have to focus on trusting that his provision is above your understanding. His provision is above your thought process. But not only that, listen, he was obedient. And even though he broke the rules, even though he did things that we would stand around the water cooler and uh, uh, talk about him like 12 dogs, God said that he was obedient according to Psalms 119 and 34. Give me understanding and I will keep your laws and obey it with my whole heart. We're talking about focusing on the heart of God. Our responsibility is to tend to our own hearts. Make sure that we're doing the work of uprooting anything that will cause us to be bitter, cause us to be fearful, cause us to be doubtful, cause us to be full of anxiety, cause us to be angry and uh, self-righteous, indignant and proud. When we do that, it is a reflection of us chasing after, focusing on, going after the heart of the Father. And finally, we have to get to a place where we are repentant. Right. You know, when you blew it, you knew when you were out of pocket before you were out of pocket. Right. We got to find ourselves repenting on a regular base, not to those around us, not to the crowd, but to the father, because at the end of the day, all I want to do is what's on the heart of the father for my life. All I want to do is see the outcomes that he predestined me for in the beginning. All I want to experience is what heaven has written about who Dion Sharice Jackson is. What, Lord, what's, what's on your heart? And this week uh, or last week when um, the young lady, I won't say her name, said, when is the last time you asked God how he was? <laughs> when is the last time you checked God's temper? Did we get on your nerves this week, God? I, I want you to be cognizant of that because I think that when he knows that we care about how he feels, right, it keeps us out of the place of constantly repenting, right? When you care about what's on the heart of God, some stuff you just don't bother with. Listen, it's stuff that I did five years ago that I don't even think about today. It's stuff that I did two years ago. How about that? That I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I can't do that. That's going to cost me too much. I love being able to open my mouth and not have to worry um, about if I got to guard it because I got all this stuff in my heart that I've sinned against God. I love being able to pray without feeling guilty in the midst of or after. When we make the main thing the main thing, when we focus on the outcomes that heaven has pre preplanned for us, it really just changes how we engage humanity. It changes how we engage our brother or our sister. It changes how we judge people. It changes how we estimate uh, or expect this and that of a person. You get to a point where um, not only do I just want the heart of the Father to be revealed in my life, but I want it to be revealed in others. At the end of the day, we are responsible for soul winning. Some of us can't soul win because we got a nasty heart and every other word is uh, what you can't do and where you can't go and, and uh, an argument or something that is bitter and nasty and negative. When the last time somebody even asked you, uh, honey, what church you go to? They don't want to know what church you go to, your nasty heart self, your mean, bitter, cantankerous self, right? We have to be conscious of that on a regular basis because 
at the end of the day, we are responsible for bringing people into the kingdom. But because our life follows our words, sometimes our words are so riddled with what's going on as opposed to the love of the Father that kept you through what's going on, right? Some of us struggle with unforgiveness, and it is evident every time you open your mouth. Some of us struggle with grieving things that you can't change because every time you talk, you're still talking about 2006 and 2007. Honey, it's gone. There's nothing you can do about that. You got to relocate yourself, right? We got to focus on living forward. We got to focus on moving and changing the trajectory of the needle of our lives because at the end of the day, We have a responsibility, and my prayer for each and every person under the sound of my voice this morning is that you would meet God empty, that you would get to a place where you really understand that not only does God love you, not only does God want the very best for you, his ultimate desire is that he would pull you into the truth of what heaven is saying about you, that he would pull you into the reality that he saw before you ever entered the earth. That he would pull you into uh, the, the whole entire truth of the love that he has for you in great abundance. And that you would get to a place where you are no longer bound by what you are thinking, feeling, or even emoting. But that you start to live in the fullness of joy that God promised. So listen, I'm over my time. I pray that something I said made sense. I pray that something that I said helped you, and I pray that it'll help you lead in today with, number one, watching your words. Be careful what you say, right? Knowing that the enemy is crouching, waiting to tackle you, crouching, waiting um, to make whatever you said come to pass. Guard your words, right? Um, So that being said, um, here is the opportunity for anyone to uh, jump in and say good morning that may have joined the call a little bit late, we'll do what, what I always do, and that is give the men an opportunity to say good morning before these ladies take over because we get real, real ghetto with it and uh, have have sometimes takeover spirits. So I want to give the men an opportunity to say good morning. There may be one. Good morning, y'all. Hello, y'all. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning, babe. Any other men? Hey, man, I know school started today. Uh, Hey, man, any other men? Amen. All right. Anybody that may have joined the call um, and and maybe you've been on the call for a while, but you've never said good morning. Good morning, Miss Danielle. I got to go, go, go. I just want to say good morning. Good morning, Miss Danielle. Good morning. Good morning, Good to hear your sound. Great declaration. Amen. Proverbs 10 and uh, 19. I was just reading about the lips. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you. Have a good Absolutely. day. You too, babe. Amen. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's sunshine. Hey, sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Diane. 
Hey, Lady D, good morning. Good morning. Anybody else? Hey, Ju. Hey. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Who else is that? Swanita, good morning. Hey, Swanita, good morning. Good morning, it's Gigi. Hey, Gigi, good morning. Good morning, it's Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline, great morning. Good morning, this is Shirley. Hey, Shirley, good morning. Good morning. morning. Uh oh, who was that? Hey, good morning, good morning. Anybody else? Morning, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Good morning, beautiful people. This is me. Hey me, good morning. Good morning, my radical real life. This is Good morning. Hey, Mark. Great morning. Great morning. You gotta speak it. Come on. <laughs> good morning, it's Pamela. Hey, Pam. Good morning. Hey, man. Anybody else? Amen. We can walk right into love, life, and victory. Any questions, comments, commentary from anyone? Hey, um, top of the morning. It's Sister Sabrina. Wow. Good morning. Thank. Good morning. Um, I want to thank. Um, first of all, I want to thank God. Um, happy Wednesday. Um, this is the day that the Lord had made, and we shall be glad and rejoice in it. Um, thank you, Valacita, for being the host. Thank you, Tanya, for being the prayer warrior. Dion. <laughs> wow. Um, beautiful declaration. You know, I caught a couple of scriptures. Um, I belong to another fellowship, and last night um, is tapping in what you're talking about this morning. Um, it was about spiritual growth. And I caught the scripture that you said, 20, Psalms 23, 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And then you, you said this other scripture, uh, Psalms 31, uh, 9. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief. Ye, my soul, and my my belly. So, uh, with that being said, um, you 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 talked about so much, and I've been coming on here every morning, and I'm getting better and stronger with the Lord. And you said some stuff about, um, you know, I don't want to be the old Sabrina. You know, I want to, I want God to create in me a clean heart. Uh, I want to be 
this woman of God that he created. I know I'm I know if that makes any sense, no I'm making sense. And Ooh. I just want to say thank declare victory. You women and men on here is I feel so good. I'm so happy and I'm rich in the spirit. You know what I mean? Because I haven't mm-hmm. always been this way. But it's just a shift changing by God. And I feel mm-hmm. it. And I'm thirsty for it. And I want it. And I know mm-hmm. that my God is a jealous God. And he said, put no man before me. No one before him, Sabrina. No man, no woman, not my kids, not my grandkids. I'm just seeking him. God, what is my assignment? What is it that you want me to do? (laughs) And that's all I have to share. Thank you. Amen. Amen. God be praised. All I can say is what, what we always say. Just keep coming. Keep growing. Keep becoming. It's a process. But it's also a decision. So we're we're excited that you are growing and pray that you continue to do so. Thank you, Dion. Appreciate you. Absolutely. God bless everyone and have a good day. I'm going on. Have a good day. You too. Amen. Anybody else? Thank you, Sabrina, for sharing. Uh, yes. Um, this is Sandra Johnson again. Um, this was my first time on the call. Thank you, Aaron, for giving me the number this morning. Um this has been a real blessing, a real blessing, and I just feel really, really good. And so I will be on the call tomorrow, and if God says the same, for the rest of the week and for the rest of my life. If This has been really, really just excellent. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. we are absolutely grateful to have you, Miss Sandra. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will say what I, I always say, just keep coming. Listen, keep keep showing up. I, I assure you that by the time it's all said and done, something will be said that will encourage your heart on a daily basis, Monday through Friday at least. Amen. Glad to have you. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Anybody else? Any questions, comments, commentary this morning? We already know. I'll give you time back. I, we will not beat a dead horse. I pray that. Uh oh, go ahead. That this just twenty. I just wanted to just say thank you um, for this morning. It was um, powerful as always, um, always inspiring, and um, I just thank you for who you are and how you, um, you know, just um, declare. Um, I always enjoy you. So thank you for your declaration this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here, Swanita. Pray that it gives you some some tools or some points of reference to just walk stronger, walk harder, and more than anything, learn to abide. My my new phrase is I live here. <laughs> I'm not visiting. I live here. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Anybody else? Good morning. Uh, this is Tracy. Um, 
Thank you so much, Dion, for that uh, powerful declaration. I'm just so grateful because um, I don't have to go back to the airport till next year because I maxed out my hours. I was declared victory deprived in the morning. So being <laughs> all um, right now for me is extremely important and crucial to staying focused. Um, I'm just staying focused. I'm just grateful, so grateful. I cannot begin. I'm just, my heart is overwhelmed with joy on this morning. And I don't want to say any more because I'm going to start crying because I'm so happy. So thank you. Amen. Amen. That makes me happy. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else this morning before we go? Hey, Dishia. Um, great, great, hey. great, great. Senior, as always, I like um, I like the whole declaration, but what you just said is I live here. Um, I'm not visiting. And guess what? My big screen stays on the focus, focusing on the Father. That that right there is uh, just what you said. When you think about um, the place where you live, where you sit, where you dwell, where you abide, um, and your focus, you 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 don't often. I'm not gonna say you never, but you don't often miss the mark if if you're dwelling there, focusing on the Father. So yeah, um, super doses as always. Teach, preach, other words. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Amen. All right, guys. Well, it is 720. I will give you some time back. It'd be great for you to take this time, considering we it's our fast day, and just um, maybe spend some time in God's presence and give him a little bit of you, where we would normally be on the call a little bit longer. Go ahead and take some time to get in his face, to get in his presence and ask, God, how was your day? You all right? How you feeling today? <laughs> Amen. All right, guys. Again, it is our fast day. We meet back here at 5 p.m. I pray that you go and you grow in love, but more importantly, that you be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. Somebody is depending on you to step into your greatness and to operate from there. So uh, I love you guys. Uh, I will hear you guys at 5 p.m. Bye, guys. See ya. God bless everyone. God bless you. Love you all. Yeah, I did.